This is my first podcast. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's been brought to my attention that, um, you know, the Rachel, um, I love her, um, most of our relationship is it's physical in the flesh part. I'm, I'm thinking about the the romance element of our relationship. How like you know we don't um I don't even know what our anniversary is per se. There's very little elements of our relationship. You know, celebrate anniversaries and those kind of things that make a relationship a relationship. Father God, I think we are great friends, or I think we could be great friends. Um, I think that she's not available. You know, because of um, her previous relationship ties and, you know, her emotional growth. Um, I know for me, I'm not um, completely emotionally available. I know I'm going to do whatever I can for her, but I don't, I don't feel like our dynamics are going to work out. Because of she's not completely healed from where she's coming from and what she's experienced with her previous relationships. And, you know, the people that she has in her life, the people that she's listening to, I know she's not... Our dynamics are not going to change overnight. I don't feel like this is the best relationship for me, or the best behavior, best relationship pattern for me. But um, I feel really attached to this person, and um, I um, don't know what else to do. I just pray for wisdom and courage moving forward, and I don't know. I don't know, but um. You know, I thank God for wisdom and clarity that he's allowed me to just have a better understanding of the situation and just better understand that um, it's not her fault. It's not my fault the way I am. It's not the fault the way she is. But both of us together, you know, I'm not sure what the outcome could be. It's kind of like, you know, it's not the fault that two chemicals react with each other just the way they do because of their properties that they have. You know, the way sodium hydroxide will react with, you know, water or react with, you know, bleach or whatever else. Um, so it's just, that's just what we're, we are what we are because of what we're made of, what of our, the summation of our experiences. And so we come together and we react volatile way. Maybe it means that we shouldn't be together. Maybe it's just the wrong thing. But, you know, I think that, um, you know, you know, things could work out. We just gotta go about it the right way. So we'll see how it go. How you doing? You know, we'll take it one one step at a time. You say wear your heart on your sleeve, and I just want to be true to who I am and what God wants for me to be, who God wants me to become. And I don't know if this relationship is the best avenue for me to become that. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't want to be a doormat. And I don't have enough emotional strength to be on my own. To, know, to be self-loving enough to do what's best for me. I'm very deferential. And I know with the wrong person, they can just use that to their advantage. So God, I just pray you continue to grant me the, the strength and the courage I need, Lord God, as well as the wisdom I need to live my best life, God. I mean, I'm weak, man, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. And Lord, I'll probably, I can't say I won't do it again. You know, in the right situation, the right context, you know, I'll probably do the same things again. 
But now I think about it differently, and the only thing I can do is put myself, not allow myself to be in those certain situations. But I love, I love this girl, and um, I don't know how it's gonna play out. Father, I know you can do all things. I know you're God of the impossible. You're God of the miraculous. Father, I know I, I can't trust this. I feel like I can't trust her. And she just wanna have my baby, so she can have me forever. But Lord, um. I don't know, sex and love. Love is more than just about sex, right? Love is more than just about making babies. I, I don't know. I don't know. Thank you, God, for the moments of clarity you've given me so far along the way. And thank you for just freedom. Freedom and love. In Jesus' name, Lord. baby how you doing good you, how you feeling though awesome awesome well you look awesome thank you you want to make out yes okay well that's not what this podcast is about so this podcast is about uh <laughs> i mean it can be <laughs> hang on we, we're gonna need to take a break So we were saying, yeah, um, the podcasts are awesome, and um, I guess making out is awesome too. Um, making out is fun. Yes. And romantic, actually. Yes. Especially. And he's a good kisser, so you know, mm-hmm. just saying it out there to everyone Not who's e- listening. Everybody. Don't tell I mean, everybody. You know. You got random people trying to come. But do not them. try to kiss him. No, Anyone's kiss listening. Someone trying to call you. Who knows? Alright. People are already trying to call me and kiss me. Good morning, uh, family, saints, friends. We come before you this morning just um just sharing a little inspiration. My name is Jackson and I have with me Rachel. And we are here to just uh, just share something that God put on our heart this morning. Please, I receive it in Jesus' name. But first, let us uh, just have a word of prayer. Uh, Dear Holy Father, uh, your servants come before you this morning, Lord. Just just appreciating you for the wonderful blessings you've given us, Lord. Thank you for the technology and the resources you've given us to be able to share your will. Father, help us to do it effectively, Lord, for your glory and your honor, Father God. Open up the hearts and minds of whoever hears, Lord, to receive your wisdom. Father, to apply to their lives with all diligence. In Christ Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. A- amen. Uh, today's theme is that the Lord will make a way. And um, this is a personal one for me, Rachel, because, like, I was thinking about how sometimes I struggle, sometimes with self-doubt, you know, and, and confidence. And sometimes I forget that it's not my confidence or it's not my strength, ultimately. But I forget also I serve a great God, you know? And... Um, so I, I think about, you know, sometimes like, you know, when I'm thinking about, oh man, I can't do something or, oh Lord, this looks like it's impossible for me. 
you know, just remember that my God is able to do the impossible. He specializes in the miraculous. And, you know, the word says that he's able to do more than we can even think or imagine. You know what I mean? But when you're going through it, though, you know, you're like, ah, you know? Yeah. So, um, just for, so for me, just I wanted to kind of let, let this be my mantra, you know, like the Lord will make a way because it's so true. No matter what the situation is, no matter how you're looking at it, no matter what angle, you know, whether you don't have enough or whether you have too much or whether, um, you know, however the situation may seem impossible or overwhelming, just remember that Lord can and he will make a way if it's his will, of course. What do you think? Yes. <laughs> okay, check it out. So, um, so Lord make a way. That's, that's our mantra for today. And, uh, our Bible verse for extra motivation is going to be from Genesis 15 verses, uh, five, six, and seven. And not only sometimes, like I think about this verse because not only sometimes I think about, you know, oh, I can't do this or something like that. I also think about, even though I may know God, I, sometimes I, I limit God. You know what I mean? I limit God and I think that, Lord, I know you've done this, but I don't know how you're going to get me out of this one. I don't see how you're going to get me out of this one. And I think that's, that's um, you know, they say, well, faith is impossible to please God. You know, but, uh, but what is the scripture? Read. Okay. I'm reading from Genesis 15, 5, 6, and 7. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now towards heaven and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. And he said unto him, I am the Lord that brought thee out of your of the Chandeldeans. The Chaldeans. You're good, you're good. To give thee this land to inherit it awesome awesome so uh just uh i think it's verse six they on the, the middle one he said uh and he believed in the lord mm-hmm. and he counted it to him for righteousness righteousness so we see that even so when you when you believe in god and you're trusting this great god that we serve there's no place for doubting you know because what was credited as righteousness to abraham was that he believed in the lord so I can't say I believe in the Lord. He's awesome. He's great. But then also I'm self-doubting the Lord, you know, or I'm doubting what God can do. Um, and so that's what I just want to meditate on those two things. You know, our mantra for today is that the Lord will make a way, right? Yes. The Lord will make a way. Say it with me. The Lord will make a way. Amen. It sounds good when you say it. Anyway, um, the Lord will make a way. And, uh, you know, let us remember that, you know, we have to believe and trust God to do what he said he's going to do. You know, the word can't lie, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that's that's a check you can take to the bank and it's going to cash every time, right? Yes. So um, so the promises of God, you know, we're th- so thankful. Uh, but some supplementary verses, you know, about belief. Um, maybe we can please get um, uh, James 1, 5, 6, and 7. We have a couple supplementary verses just to kind of, you know, reinforce this, this uh, theme this morning. Um, James. Uh, 1, chapter 1, 5, verse 5. Okay, James 1, verse 5 says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that give it to all men liberally and upbringing. 
So. And hot burn him not, and it shall be given him. Mm-hmm. You got it, baby. But let him ask in faith. Let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven by the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Now, see, that's the powerful part. Because he's saying that if you're not stable in what you believe about God, don't expect to receive anything from the Lord. You see how powerful that is? Like people say, oh, I, I'm asking God for this, I'm believing God for this, but they're not confident that God can do it. And God says, James says, don't let that man expect to receive anything. Yes. So, isn't that powerful though? You can't have no kind of self-doubt. Um, not self-doubt, but even doubting God. I mean, doubting God for yeah. sure. Like, um, I want this, but at the same time, I might not, I'm thinking I might not get mm. it, you know? No, no, God does tell us, you know, no sometimes. He doesn't always say, he's not a God, yes, 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 but, you know, all things we ask according to his will, you know, believe that he's going to give it to us. The scripture says that we believe that, you know, the will of God is sovereign. So, um, it says, yeah, if a man is unstable in what he believes, he's not, don't expect to receive anything. That's crazy. Not crazy, but, you know, that's what it says. Anyway, moving, moving, moving on here. So, again, the point is just to remember that it's powerful to believe and just trust God. Um, even when we're going through different diverse trials and situations. Um, you know, I think about some other things here about the Lord will make a way. So even if it's difficult situations, if it's self, self-doubt that you're struggling with today, if it's, you know, the, making new beginnings or transitions, maybe you move to a new city or you start a new job or you don't know where, but you sound, it's time to make a new, a new fresh start. Maybe you have strained or damaged relationships that you don't know how you can repair. You know, a relative you haven't heard from in years or... Maybe you're not on good terms with your father or your mother today. Um, or even trusting God for even healing miracles, you know, not just physical, but mental, emotional, even financial healing miracles. So um, the Lord will make a way. Like, Lord, I don't, I don't have it in my bank account. Or, Lord, I don't know how you know, you're going to repair my relationship with my, my siblings or, or whoever. But I know instead of thinking about all those thoughts, just thinking that my God is able, the Lord will make a way. How powerful is that? And it's just having a victory in your mental game. Like, you know, my God is able. My God can make a way. You know, so so don't take our word for it. Um, I'll think about some other folks who found themselves in difficult situations here. Um, actually delivering some miracle here. We're thinking about the Israelites, you know, in the Bible who was surrounded by water on all sides. They had water ahead and they had Pharaoh behind. There's a song that says, you got trouble ahead, you got trouble behind you. It's like, what do you do? Right? But, uh, but thank God, you know, Moses was a man, man of great faith and, you know, uh, he uh, obeyed the voice of God and he, you know, stretched out his staff and part of the sea that they were able to go through and Pharaoh's armies couldn't pursue. And, um, but that's how great our God is. He's, that, that's, a, that's an impossible situation. People still doubt that happened even to this day. And not just that, um, Moses knows that um, the type of God he's serving and he, and he also knows that um, God can do all different type of miracles amen. and no matter what he facing he believes that god gonna get him through out of it amen amen so that's that's powerful you know believing god <laughs> if i saw that that big sea and those people come behind me and somebody said god's gonna raise this water and get us through this i'll be like ooh, i don't know but you know we believe it and it the israelites are still a people today and that's part of the reason why God delivered them from their troubles. He can do it for us as well. Um, another thing is, uh, you know, some of us are struggling with self-doubt, like myself. Um, I think about a man named uh, Jabez in the Bible. 
You, you know him, right, baby? Mm, first, I'm hearing a name. Really? Mm-hmm. You remember the prayer of Jabez? They talk about it. No? Okay. Well, um, I'm glad we're talking about it. Um, the prayer of Jabez it says that um, it's it's I think it's in the book of Chronicles. Um, I can't remember exactly where. I think it's Chronicles, first chapter. Hang on one second. Uh, Chronicles four, nine and ten. First Chronicles four. But uh, Jabez, you know, his name uh, literally translates into it's a Hebrew for I think it's Yabetz, um, Y Y A B E T Z, and it literally translates into him who makes sorrowful. Him, imagine you know people. Sometimes they talk. We joke about you know how sometimes uh, you know black people or African Americans we give our kids weird names, you know. And so they said, "Oh man, that kid's gonna be made fun of. Why are you naming him that? You know, <laughs> why are you name your kid? You know, a certain thing because they're gonna be made fun of." But um, we see here, his mother gave Jabez a funny name. You know, his name translate the he makes sorrowful. So he literally he literally is named under to be sorrowed under for his life, you know, because I think in that tradition, your names have power. I guess names still do have power, but they said that his name is him who makes sorrowful. So you think he goes around all of his days thinking about his name is he who makes sorrow. So in his mind, he must be thinking or expecting sorrow everywhere he goes. But thank God that Jabez had a relationship with God. And um, I just think, I think about this Jabez in particular, because he had a good reason to be self-doubting, right? What am I gonna believe? You know, like, what? What's? What, nothing's good gonna ever happen to me. Look at me. What was me? My name is Jabez. I make people sorrow. I bring sorrow wherever I go. That's my name, right? And so I just think about how sometimes, uh, even with us, you know, sometimes the world may say something about Jackson. The world may say something about Rachel, and we may think that, uh, maybe what they say is true. Sometimes we believe it. Uh, he'll never do that. He can't do that. She can't do this. She won't get that job or she won't, you know, overcome that, you know, he won't do this or that. So I think the main thing we see here in Jabez's case is that we can't believe always what the world says about us, but we have to stand firm on what God says about us. God says that we are a child of the one true king. God says he loved us with an everlasting love. God says we are fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, so those things I know it's hard for me to do, but those are thoughts we have to, you know, constantly put in our mind. So, um, so yeah, so Jabez, um, as we read in First Chronicles 4, 9 to 10, it says that, um, it says that Jabez was, um, uh, hang on one second here. Even though his name was a, a name of self-doubt, Jabez prayed and asked God that God would deliver him from, from, from sorrow, that God would keep him from causing pain. And so as God, uh, as he prayed that prayer, you know, God did so in his life that God enlarged, not only did that, God enlarged his territory. And, you know, it says in his word that Jabez's name was more honorable than his brethren. And even though he was the name that was born, his mother said, I'll bear him with sorrow, the God of Israel, because he called on the God of Israel, he said that, Lord, you will bless me indeed, that your hand will be, me and be with me and guide me through these adverse situations. And it says God granted him what he requested. So even though he had a bad name, even though the world had a bad association with his name, because of the God he served, Jabez received the name of honor. The name of Jabez can be associated with honor. So what the world says about you is not final. Remember, our God has the final word about what you know what, what our outcome is for our life or the, the journey of our life. But I think the main thing is that he said that your hand would guide me and your hand would keep me from all evil. 
you know, of all the things he could ask God for, he asked the main thing that the hand of God would be on him to guide him and keep him from all evil. And I think that's a really powerful thing. Um, so secondly, um, so, that, that, so that's one powerful one to overcome self-doubt. You know, whatever situation may be, I think about, you know, even damaging strained relationships. So some of us that know about Joseph and his brothers, how his brothers sold him into slavery, threw him into a pit. They beat him, you know, they lied to their father, told him he was dead. And lo and behold, years passed and the famine came through the land of Egypt. Joseph is sitting at the second in command of Pharaoh in charge of all the grain. And his brothers come to him asking for bread, you know, and Joseph is in a position he said, hey, I remember you guys. You could have all of them killed right there on the spot. They said, gotcha, you know, but Jabez, the Lord moved on um, on Joseph's heart, excuse me, that he had compassion for his brothers. He was moved to forgiveness for his brothers. He was moved to, you know, to restore the relationship with his family. So um, I think that's the God of an impossible situation because I know some of us struggle with guilt or some of us struggle with, uh, you know, forgiveness and hardness of hearts. But, you know, we see a God that specializes in that, you know, he's able to, you know, amend those, those damaged relationships. Again, the Lord will make a way. Um, and I think about the, the Roman centurion and, um, you know, about just having the miracles. And, uh, you know, he believed God, the Roman centurion in Matthew verses, uh, chapter 8 and verse 8. Because, uh, again, we're talking about the Lord will make a way and the importance of believing in God. But the Roman centurion, he has such great faith in God that he told Jesus, he said, my Lord, don't come to my, I'm not worthy for you to come to my house. He said, he said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. For I'm a man under 30, having soldiers under me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth, and to another come, and he cometh. And my servant do this, and he do it. So... He impressed Jesus so much that Jesus said, I've not found so great faith, not even in Israel. So we see this power here because this, this, uh, this, this centurion, even though he was a, Roman, a soldier, he was not even of, of Israelite faith. He was fully convinced in his heart that Jesus had the authority to do what he said he could do. And I think all of us should strive to be on that level where we fully believe in our heart that what God said he can do, he can do and he will do. Amen. And so I pray that, you know, God will continue to help me to overcome, you know, self-doubt, to remember to look my eyes into the hills, remember that my help comes from Him. And, uh, you know, He's able to deliver us from difficult situations, self-doubt, strange relationships, you know, even as we make transitions to new beginnings or different, you know, different things in our life. So I uh, thank you guys for staying with us this morning. Um, let's have a closing word of prayer. Maybe any other thoughts you want to add or... Well, thank, I want to say thank everyone for listening, and I hope you guys have a blessed day, and um, yeah, that's okay. it. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Uh, let us pray, Lord. Father God, um, we thank you for your word of truth, Lord God. We thank you for um, just the opportunity we have to share. Again, God, um, we're really privileged, Lord, to be able to come to you in this fashion, Father. Father, we just ask that you would... Um, Grant us the power to remember in our minds, Lord, that um, your word is true, Lord, and even the situations that look impossible, Lord, insurmountable, Father, that you're able to make a way. Father, our healing miracles that we're seeking, Lord, those that are in the hospital, those that have healing miracles, whether it's financial, physical, emotional, let us just remember that you're able to make a way, that our healing is manifesting now in Jesus' name. 
where we're troubled by self-doubt and we think about how impossible our situation looks. Let us just declare that you are able, Lord, that you will provide. And as we embark on new beginnings, as we seek to amend damaged relationships, help us to trust that not only will God make a way, Lord, your word says that you are, your word is a light into our feet, a limit to our path, our path. Lord, that says that you will go before us, Father God. It says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. That means you will direct us, O oh, Father God. And also in, Matthew, in Isaiah 41.10, Father, we know that you will be with us, Lord, that your hand will keep us and make us strong. Father, we just thank you, Lord God. And until the next time, saints, we pray that you have a blessed and a victorious week. Remember, let us join our faith together and declare that no matter what comes, we believe and we trust that God will make a way for us. And if God is for us, who can, can be against, against us? May the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen.